Welcome to the Badass Empires podcast, where we help early stage entrepreneurs, side hustlers, and aspiring corporate dropouts to build their own purpose-driven online business from scratch. In 2019, I left my high-flying corporate career behind to build what is now a multi-million dollar knowledge-based coaching empire, one that gives me an immense amount of freedom and allows me to make a real difference in people's lives. This experience transformed me forever, and now I'm here to show you how to build your empire, the one that allows you to work from anywhere, fund your dream lifestyle, and fulfill your calling all at the same damn time. So, ready to roll? Grab your crown, badass. Your empire awaits. Hello, my badasses. I hope you can hear the smile on my face right now. I am absolutely gushing with excitement over recording, finally, episode one of the Badass Empires podcast. This has been a really long time in the making. I have been strategizing this, thinking about this, dreaming about this for so long. And, you know, it's such a natural extension of my purpose, right? Over at Badass Careers, I'm helping people to do work that they love, build a career that they find truly meaningful and fulfilling, that pays them well, right? Getting paid to do work you love. What better way to spend your 40 hours a week if you're going to have to spend 40 hours a week at work, right? And it has been so energizing and such a beautiful mission. And at the same time, I've been doing my own thing for a while and I've known for a long time that there are a lot of people out there who want to find that fulfillment and do work that they love, but in the context of entrepreneurship. They want to work for themselves. They want the freedom. They want the autonomy. They want to be able to build something on their terms and put all of that time and energy that they were putting into their professional career into their own thing that they own and becomes an asset for life. And now knowing that I can finally create this extension of that work with Badass Empires and really empower these aspiring early stage entrepreneurs or side hustlers or future corporate escapees to do what I've done essentially and create that profitable freedom-based business where they can work from anywhere. They've got the money, the impact, the purpose. They really can have it all. And there's just something about that feeling of empowerment as you get to design your life and earn good money on your terms. Okay, it's a very different expression of the concept of work. And, you know, I'm sitting here, I've just spent two and a half weeks in Australia, lots of sunshine, lots of time on the beach, feeling good. And I couldn't be more excited to dive in today and walk you through my journey from amateur side hustler all the way to multi seven-figure business owner. Now, obviously, this journey has been incredibly life-changing for me, like transformative to my core. So there are a lot of things that I can and will share, but it's going to take time, right? This is what the podcast is for. You're going to learn about my story and my journey and my experience and my insights with every single episode. So I'll try to keep it as succinct as I can. But I think it's really important to hear this story and to understand where I've come from because I really do view myself as the every girl, okay? Like I'm, I'm just so normal. I don't know how else to say it. I don't have any specific gifts or talents or, you know, being genetically blessed and looking like a freaking supermodel or being 
particularly hilarious and a natural comedian. I don't have anything that necessarily made me stand out from the get-go or made me, you know, an instant hit online or anything like that. I'm just someone who likes to grow, likes to learn. I like to set goals. Yeah, I have a big sense of purpose and I did the work to figure out what that was and I'm a hard worker. But what I really want you to understand and take away from this episode is that all of this is possible for you too. And I say that framing the fact that I'm about to share a story with you that involves money, it involves numbers. One of my values is about being extremely transparent and I'm going to be very, very open about money, okay, about sales, about revenue. And I just want you to remember before I dive in that just over four years ago, I had none of this, okay? It did not exist. And so as you're listening, make sure that you're looking for the evidence in my story that, hey, maybe you can do it too. Because I'm really not that special and I'm really not that different to you. Because if you're here, I know that you're the kind of person who's into growing themselves, developing themselves, becoming a better version of you. And that's pretty much what I brought to the table, right, just over four years ago. And the only difference is that I've already started and I've stuck at it. So I just wanted to frame that up before I dive in. Okay, so the story is not here to inspire you to the point where you put me on some kind of pedestal and you think that I've got some otherworldly gifts and it's possible for me but not possible for you. That is not at all the point. It's to share with you because the gift of sharing transparently gave me the guts to get started. So it's really just about sharing what I've made happen for myself over the past four years, what's been possible for me, what's been transformative for me, and therefore what you are 100% capable of doing too. So let's get into the details. How did this all come about? Okay, so before jumping into the side hustle and the business side of things and the entrepreneurial game and all those kinds of aspects of my life and who I am now, I want to start at the beginning. Let's talk about baby Rosie for a second because I want to paint a picture for you so you can understand a little bit more about that origin story of my life, okay? And I'm getting really vulnerable here because I'm sharing, you know, very personal details and aspects of my life, but the bigger mission that I'm on, again, is to empower you and realize that this is possible for you too. So I really want you to understand the gap between how it started and how it's going, okay? So I was raised in small town New Zealand by a single mom of three kids and a father who struggled with addiction. They were not together. So I was very much living at home alone with my mom. And so for most of my childhood, my mom worked as a cleaner and we had zero financial support from the wider family. You know, my, my dad wasn't really capable of helping out much and my mom worked her ass off and I give her so much credit for her scrappiness and her resilience and her resourcefulness but sometimes it just wasn't enough and without going into too much detail today just let it be known that I've known food banks school holiday foster care programs you know hunting under couch cushions trying to find spare coins like money was never flush money was always hard money was always very, very tight. So I do come from a place of adversity. I do come from a place of 
very much, you know, zero financial backing. Um, Both of my parents had left school as teenagers. You know, I'm not coming from one of those families where it was like, oh, yes, well, my dad founded three companies, so I was naturally going to be an entrepreneur. That's not my story, right? I wish I could say to you that I was the born entrepreneur selling lemonade on the side of the street. I always had it in me, but that's simply not the case. I was cripplingly shy. I got bullied a fair bit growing up because of that. And I struggled to make friends. And, you know, I always had my really close one or two ride or dies at primary school. You know, I already had my close friends in my life, but I wasn't a vivacious, loud, you know, natural networker. Not at all. I just wanted to share this as important context that I didn't start this journey with any kind of special network or family backing or a trust fund to tap into or some kind of innate entrepreneurial spirit, okay? Far from it. I mean, I did start working from a very young age because I had to in terms of on the side of high school, you know, over summer, making sure that I was working full-time at the supermarket or picking beans or feeding pets or doing whatever I needed to do to make some money and that kind of thing. But nothing out of the ordinary and certainly not starting up my own thing. And again, all of this to say, if I can do it, you can do it too. No sort of innate gifts, talents set up from the get-go. I'm the every girl. Okay, so fast forward many, many years, a couple of decades down to my side hustle era. Okay, who did that shy little girl from small town New Zealand become? Well. Before starting the side hustles, just a little bit of context. So I became um, quite smart, quite hardworking, quite studious at school, okay, a real goal getter. I was desperate to break free of my sort of socioeconomic constraints and create a different life for myself. And so I worked really hard to, for example, get two degrees in four years instead of it usually taking five or six. And I launched my human resources career and got into a really prestigious management trainee program. They only took one human resources profile out of over 500 applicants, like really tried to get into an incredible first role after university. And then a few years after that, it was a bit of a plot twist because I met my French boyfriend who then became my husband eventually in Auckland in New Zealand. I ended up moving to Paris for six years. I did my master's degree in international human resources management. And I worked for some of the world's biggest companies, Fortune 500s, tech startups, consulting, you you name it, the world's number one luxury group in the world really, really cool career moves. And I was very much starting to build a career and life that I loved and something that was very, very far away from my humble beginnings at life. So fast forward, here I am. I'm at L'Oreal headquarters in Paris, you know, working at the global headquarters at the international level. And I am working as a human resources leader specialized in learning and development and leadership development, helping people to upskill on their leadership, their emotional intelligence, become change makers, really helping people to fulfill their true potential. It was an amazing job in training. And, you know, I had experience in mentoring and coaching. And I absolutely loved my job, really. I loved a lot of things about the actual work that I did. 
And I can truly say that I was fulfilled and doing the thing on purpose, right? I really did have a sense of purpose. But there were also a lot of things that I didn't love about that situation. For example, being from New Zealand and living in France, I really didn't appreciate having to ask permission to please go home for a few weeks, right? I was missing weddings, funerals, really important events. I could only go back once per year at a specific time of year, which was already generous, but at the end of the day, it felt quite limited. I had by this point gotten married to this French dude. What an idea. Who does that? And it started to make me feel quite claustrophobic. I was wondering how I was going to balance my friends and family and my culture, my roots back home with this life in France and how I could possibly share life between the two. On the job itself, even though I loved the content of the work, I started to find the context quite exhausting, like the politics and keeping up with appearances and masking to fit in, in a lot of ways. And I also remember distinctly looking around me, seeing women a few years ahead of me, trying to juggle it all, getting up in the morning, early morning in Paris, running to the creche, dropping their kids off, hopping on the metro, the metro's delayed, they're getting crammed in these tiny little carts, commuting for an hour to the workplace, getting their work done, trying to clock off as reasonably, you know, well-timed as possible to rush back, juggle it all. It just, it looked really overwhelming. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't think I'm capable of doing that. I just, I just don't want that life. Like, I want aspects of that life, but gosh, how do you make it all work? It looks really, really tough, balancing a family, in-person work, all of that kind of stuff. So I was starting to feel a little bit jaded by the concept of the corporate system where you had to be at a certain place at a certain time and do a certain amount of hours to be deemed you know, efficient and productive and successful. And you are only able to take limited amounts of vacation and all the rest that went with it. And so this prompted me to start Googling things around, you know, how to work remotely, how to work from home. And remember, this was pre-COVID. So at the time, that was pretty unthinkable for a human resources profile where your whole role is around connecting, conversing with people, you know, creating trust with people. Like at the time, it wasn't really a thing. Okay. And so I started getting into entrepreneurial podcasts, side hustle podcasts, YouTube channels, you name it, and started learning about this concept of making money online. And I tried some really random things <laughs> along the way to make some cash online and see how it all worked. So one of the things that I did, for example, was drop shipping, where essentially you create designs for t-shirts or tote bags or mugs or notebooks or whatever you want to sell, stickers, you name it, and you upload it to a website where people can buy your designs and essentially the website will fulfill that for you. So they will print the design, they will send it to the customer, they will do everything for you. It means that you have no startup costs, no inventory, you don't have to you know, order a box of blank t-shirts and print the design on them or anything like that. It's all done for you. 
And so if you sell a t-shirt for $30, you get to keep, say, $10 and they take the other $20 that it costs to fulfill that product for you. And that was quite interesting in that, you know, I'm not a graphic designer (laughs) and I started to just have fun with it using Canva and finding really random niches. And at the time, Megan and Harry were getting married over in the UK and I made this t-shirt with sort of that London underground symbol where the stations are written on, you know, you've got the circle with the bar through the middle and got like Waterloo Station or whatever it is. And I just had that concept and I've just put Megan and Harry in the middle, almost as if it was an underground station. And it really popped off. (laughs) And I sold hundreds of dollars worth of that t-shirt, just drop shopping it. And I've also done, you know, other random things like I tried consulting. So I acted as a New Zealand culture consultant, whether you believe it or not, for a video game company who was building out a video game based in New Zealand and all of these kinds of things. Okay. So I started dabbling with the world of making money online and it was an interesting learning experience. It was money, but I definitely didn't see myself doing it long term. There was no purpose in it, no passion in it. But what it did is gave me this massive confidence boost that this was a real thing. And, you know, it's not a scam. You actually can make money online. And so I started learning more and more and more about this concept of monetizing your passion and started learning specifically about YouTube. The idea of YouTube fascinated me. I watched a lot of YouTube videos at the time. And I always said, as a New Zealander living in Paris, France, I wanted to start a blog. And I started learning about the benefits of YouTube and honestly really obsessively studied it for about three months before committing to the concept of not even French, which would be a YouTube channel dedicated to expats living in France and helping them to navigate the French culture, French administration and the French language. And spending way too long learning about things like search engine optimization for a beginner. You would think I was trying to get my freaking PhD in the thing. I eventually launched this YouTube channel in September 2017. And let me tell you, it took me over two hours to film my first 15 minute YouTube video. Over two hours and a full day to edit it. I was so shy, such a perfectionist. The sound of my own voice made me nauseous. The idea of uploading it to the internet was so overwhelming. But I pushed through, I did it, I stuck at it, and I posted a video every single week for a year. And then two years. And just under the two-year mark, I had grown this channel to over 110,000 subscribers. And with this YouTube channel, my highest revenue year, I think it was about three, four years in, cracked $100,000 in revenue through a side hustle, right? This is just something I'm doing on the top of my very busy corporate day job at L'Oreal. And that's through a combination of ads and brand deals, but essentially got to the point where brands were partnering with me for up to two to $5,000 per video for a shout out. And not only did this help to facilitate things like travel and paying off my student loan and all of these kinds of things, but 
It taught me so much about content marketing, building a personal brand, making money online in so many different ways. I think I had at least five revenue streams going at the time. And this was a real turning point for me. So fast forward to 2019 and the Frenchie husband, he gets a job offer in New Zealand. And very ironically, I end up following him home. So we move halfway throughout the year and I commit to myself that rather than job hunt and try to find a corporate gig, using my savings and using my income from Not Even French, I'm going to give myself six months to start a business. I started testing out three concepts, if you will, three niche ideas. The first was continuing with Not Even French, seeing if I would actually enjoy doing that full time and speaking about French people and French culture all the time. And then complementing that with things like cross-cultural consulting, so helping expats and companies to understand the codes and really build that cross-cultural agility to work in their new context, in their new culture, for example. So I started looking into that, doing some gigs in that, and trying out that path. I also did some YouTube coaching, so teaching people how to grow on YouTube and build their own YouTube channels. And I tested out career coaching. Now, all of this was being done either for free or a very, very low price point. It was for me to understand where I wanted to go and where my entrepreneurial purpose was. And perhaps unsurprisingly, it ended up being that my purpose was still to help people to love their work, just like what I was doing in the corporate space for many, many years beforehand that I got my master's degree in, all of that kind of thing, okay? And that was actually quite a big decision because I could have doubled down on not even French and made it my thing, for sure. But I knew that for me to be able to stick at it and to have motivation that lasted for years and years and years, I knew that this was a career change. I knew that this was a commitment. I knew that this was a new phase of my life. I needed the purpose to have that sustainable excitement and energy around the project. And as much as I love French people, I'm actually even French myself now. I just didn't want to talk about them for 40 hours a week. (laughs) Just wasn't my core purpose. So here we are in July 2019. We've just moved to New Zealand and I spend a few months researching it, preparing it, testing out the different concepts, you name it. And in September 2019, a few months later, I launched my Badass Careers Instagram profile. Thanks to announcing it on Note in French and promoting it and starting to create content, I got 180 followers in my first month. Then I officially launched my website, my services, how to work with me the next month in October 2019 by launching my website. And on my website, I was selling, and I'm just... I can't believe this now looking back, like, what were you thinking? But hey, you live and you learn. A couple of coaching packages. One was a power hour coaching session with me with one week of email support and voice note support and, you know, all sorts of other perks. But long story short, it was $197 for one hour and the rest that went with it. Or you could get a three call package with me for $597. So that was interesting. In that I obviously didn't have any pricing confidence and I didn't understand the difference between this kind of hourly rate transactional work and more transformational coaching and the high ticket prices that go with that. But that's a whole other story. 
But long story short, in October 2019, I made 600 bucks, just under $600. That was my first official month in business. Then things started picking up. I was posting every single day. I was on stories. I was doing all sorts of things that made it possible for people to get to know me, get that visibility. I learned a lot about how to grow on Instagram. I was only on Instagram at the time. And in November, I made $3,104 and in December, $3,520. And by the end of that year, that kind of, let's say, four-month launching, testing phase of this business, I had actually grown my Instagram following to 1,475 people, which is pretty good after four months. That is pretty reasonable. You can grow a lot faster now with the power of video and reels and all of those cool features we have today, but that's not bad for the time, right? So 1,475 followers starting to make about $3,000 per month. But what was also happening to me because my prices were so low and I was completely people-pleasing and over-delivering and writing people's resumes and LinkedIn profiles and cover letters for them, even though they only paid me for one call and I was spending a whole day on it. And you wouldn't believe some of the mistakes I've made. But I very much ended up hitting client capacity. And I realized that I very much needed to raise my prices and stop offering custom packages for every single person. Someone might hop on a call with me and want to do a performance review. And so I would do all of this research and all of this preparation to help them to do a really great job at their performance review. Another might want networking strategy. And so I would completely, you know, create something from scratch for them and so on and so forth. And at the same time, my hourly rate was just so low. You can't just have back to back to back to back calls. At least I can't as an introvert. And you've also got to do the marketing, the administration, like all sorts of other things going on in your business, right? So I had hit client capacity really early on, uh, especially in, you know, in 2020, January, February, March, I was actually hitting almost what I would describe as burnout level in terms of trying to juggle everything and work with so many people at once because I was lowballing myself so, so hard. And you don't usually hit capacity with one-to-one coaching that quickly, but it's just, it was a massive fundamental problem with my pricing structure. So I very much knew I had to do something different. And in May, 2020, this was a massive milestone moment for me. I finally ditched the custom packages. I raised my one-to-one prices. And I launched for the very first time my signature offer, which was an offer where I designed an eight-week program and I designed the contents of every single session of the eight weeks. So you followed a proven methodology, a proven framework covering career clarity, resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, networking and job search, interview skills, and salary negotiation. So it was very much based on the work that I was doing before, but everyone came through the same process. And it had a clear promise. It was a clear offer. It was the career glow up, my baby. And I decided to launch that at a 1200 USD price point for early birds and then a 1500 USD price point for the people who missed the early bird window, the early bird sale. And this was the month 
where I made $29,000 in one month. So to put that into perspective, it had taken me about six months of business to make $20,000 and then I just made $29,000 in one month after launching this program. And I really became the expert in helping people to find clarity and design their purpose-led, impact-driven career and love what they do for work. That was my signature offer. That was my thing. Figure out what you truly want and then go and make it happen. And after niching down and after launching the signature offer, by August 2020, 10 months after starting, I had made my first $100,000 in business. I wrapped up the 2020 calendar year, so January to December, at 180K in business. In 2021, I tripled my business. My business revenue shot up to 550K. And then by May 2022, I had made my first $1 million in revenue in total in my business. And then 2023 was my first $1 million revenue calendar year. Now, obviously, I'm talking about business revenue here, not profit. But the great thing about an expertise-based business, personal brand-based business, a lifestyle business, is that the profit margins are really high, much higher than a brick-and-mortar store, a product-based business, you know, a restaurant, anything like that, okay? Because essentially, it's you, your team, if you have one, and some tech tools and systems. And aside from that, you are selling what you know. And so this means that I am able to regularly pay myself a lot more than I could in the corporate world, like to the point where I probably would have had to been at least, you know, 50 years old at L'Oreal, the head of human resources for a massive department, if not a human resources director for the company to start earning the kind of money that I pay myself now. And in 2023, I actually paid myself over five times my old corporate salary. That was a massive moment for me after years and years and years of working my ass off and being told I was on the talent list and a high potential and therefore I was able to get 4% salary raise. (laughs) And I have today a really small but mighty team supporting me so that I can work and play in my zone of genius most of the time. I've been able to delegate the parts of the business that felt less fun for me or weren't my zone of genius, weren't my natural strength. And then from a personal perspective, because of this financial abundance, we now own two properties, um, one in the capital city here in New Zealand, Wellington, and our beautiful little beach house in a really, really gorgeous part of New Zealand worth over a million dollars each and our main home is actually fully paid off now so zero mortgage which is a level of security young baby Rosie could only have dreamt of becoming mortgage-free at 33 that was something that was incredibly meaningful to me and we can afford to go back to France for three months every single year I can work from anywhere so I live between New Zealand and France now we could spend more time over there in theory but you know for better or for worse my husband absolutely loves his job and what's what he does so we are based here in Wellington for now and we have 
awesome holidays all around the world. In the last six months, we've been to Canada, we've been to Australia, we're preparing for another trip to the south of France, and we're actually about to have our first baby. And to be able to do this in a way where I'm so flexible, if I have a bad night, I can sleep in and work in the afternoon. I don't have to ask anyone's permission about when I work, if I work. You know, being able to afford for me to take time off and have that flexibility and freedom at home and actually have the option to afford for my husband to take a whole year off work so that we can both be at home to raise our baby, that is just priceless to me. And eventually, as time goes on, it's this kind of financial freedom that allows you to create generational wealth. And if you start to invest your profit in a way that makes sense for your goals and your lifestyle, it makes things like early retirement possible for you. Or if you invest in more passive income streams or shares or whatever you want to do, it gives you so many options in life. And not to make it all about the money, but it is about the money because I get to earn amazing money to fulfill my purpose, to do work that I love, to feel so much energy and passion for what I get to create every day, to feel like I'm actually impacting people's lives and leaving a legacy. Like, yes, please. Why not have both? Why not have purpose and profit? Now, I'm not saying you have to follow my steps and scale this far or scale this fast to build your empire. You know, I went hard and there were some months in business that almost killed me before I had learned how to manage my energy, my time, my passion, how to contain it. But having the option to do so and build this up over time is so empowering. And maybe you're happy in your nine to five for now and you're just curious about starting a side hustle to make an extra 30 grand this year and test drive entrepreneurship and future proof your skill set for your career. That's awesome. That's more than enough, right? I'm all for you building a you aligned business that works for you. If it's all yours and it helps you achieve your own lifestyle goals on your terms, that is an empire to me. Doesn't have to be making a million dollars to be an empire. You can do with it what you please because you make the rules. That is an empire. And likewise, if you want to ditch the nine to five and grow a purpose-led, impact-driven, service-based business, think coach, consultant, course creator, and scale it to your first 100K and beyond, that's also valid. And that's also what we'll be teaching you how to do. So in the coming episodes, I'm going to be teaching you about business models, about how to find a profitable niche, how to build an aligned and engaged audience using your personal brand, and how to design offers that help your dream clients to transform their lives, even if you've never done this before and have no idea where to start. And I couldn't be more honored and excited to be where I'm at on my journey so I can help you take your first steps. And I would genuinely love to get to know you. So please do reach out to me on Instagram at badassempires underscore and tell me, you know, what attracted you to the Badass Empires podcast? What are you hoping to learn? 
share your dreams or hopes with me, maybe for the first time, maybe in a way that you haven't told anyone else yet. So let's connect, let's chat. And until the next episode, I am sending you all of the badass energy and I cannot wait to help you build your very own empire. A shit ton of income, crazy impact, a business that you adore. Just by listening to this episode, you are one step closer to your very own badass empire. Now I want to hear from you. Tag me in your stories or send me a DM over on Instagram so I can learn what resonated with you most. Oh, and if you're the kind of badass who is willing to help us out big time and take a few minutes to rate and review this podcast, make sure you send us a screenshot of that review at hello at badassempires.com so I can send you a juicy freebie to say thank you. Until next time, keep showing up for your future and we'll keep smashing goals in the next episode.